Hey, we're back. Hi. How's it going? Pretty well. Good, 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 good. Good to hear. Yeah. Been a little bit, but uh, not as long as last time, so we're we're improving. Yes. Are you ready for today's episode? I am. We're going to get intimate. We are, hopefully. Yeah. If all goes well. If all goes as planned. So Corey has, what is the, what's the article called? Uh, the article is actually called, To Fall in Love with Anyone, Do This. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, and then we're, we're going to do that. So Corey and I are going to fall in love together. Yeah. Um, apparently it's this easy. Uh, all you have to do is um, ask these 36 questions, which are called the 36 questions that lead to love. Mm-hmm. So you need to find somebody who has at least 36 minutes to spare um, and just ask it and give them a minute response. They don't have to respond and then they're in love with you? No, they do respond. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, they have to respond. It's uh, not like a spell. I th- I'm assuming it is. Okay. <laughs> um, By the end of this, we're like, I'm sorry, Aaron, but Corey and I are in love now. Yeah. He uh, knows that, though. Shorty knows that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to hear the questions and respond to them. Are you going to answer them, too, or am I going to answer them? Um, well, because if you don't we do answer this? them— How about we do this? Okay. How about— uh, I'll ask you one question mm-hmm. from the list, and then you ask me one of the questions. Okay, perfect. I'll just pass you my phone because I've Cause, got them right here. Because otherwise, you'll be in love with me, or I'll be in love with you, and not vice versa. Yeah, I definitely want it to be mutual. Okay, so. same. Cool. Um, and they're broken up into sets, and I've been told that the sets are um, based on the intensity of the question. <laughs> the intensity of the question. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna start with we're gonna start with set one. Um, okay. So this is going to be easy going. Ready? Yeah. Um, uh, Describe in detail the death of a family member that... (laughs) Okay, then... uh, Are you serious? No, but... uh, (laughs) This is is super bizarre. Um, Here we go. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? And why? Wow, that's really intense. Um, I mean, this is a bad question. It's so variable. If I'm calling like my girlfriend and I'm just asking like, hey, when are you getting home? Do you want to hang out? Then no, absolutely not. I wouldn't rehearse that. Um, if I'm like, if it's like a job interview, which isn't something that I regularly do or have much experience in, but, uh, in that kind of situation where it's like a, a ladder of opportunity, then sure. Yeah, I would rehearse. Rehearse, though. Re- see, that's the offending word. I don't like look in the mirror and recite what I'm going to say to myself. I think if I had to guess that this question is kind of like a colander to sift and make sure you're not a sociopath. Mm, okay. <laughs> like I, right, right. You I think-, <laughs> think it's supposed to be to look like a softball, but kind of just... Uh, really mm. make sure that the person doesn't go, of course. Of course I do. Yeah. I rehearsed everything I would say <laughs> in response to this question. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I know I said we would pass off, but I, I feel like I really want to steal this question. Okay, that's fine. Uh, that's I'm, fine. I'm blown away that this is within the first set <laughs> of questions. Oh, yeah, this is the low uh, intensity because set. Because I want to I pretend that you and I have just met, uh-huh. um, and uh, and I read this article, and I was like, I think this would be a fun little first date. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Read it. <laughs> do you have a secret hunch about how you'll die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better keep that a secret. 
Don't go around sharing that. A hunch. A secret hunch about my own death. That is so funny how they phrase that. Do you have a secret hunch? Because, like, it implies that sometimes people have, like, a well-known hunch about yeah. that. Everybody know, knows Corey All the that. signs are indicating towards alcoholism. Yeah. But... Yeah. A secret hunch about how I'm going to die. Oh, my God. I do feel like sometimes... um Especially when I would like uh, do a lot of climbing outside, I used to think like I'm pretty prone to just forgetting something, mm-hmm. and I used to feel like it was <laughs> a non-zero chance that at some point I would just forget to tie a knot or something and fall to my death. So in in a similar vein, sometimes I feel like oh I'm just gonna not look up when I'm crossing the street or I'm just going to like, you know, leave my car running in the garage and forget to back out. You think it's going to be an accident by, by your own error? Yeah. Okay. What about you? Do you have a secret hunch about how you might die? I, um, I can tend to be a little bit of a hypochondriac. Mm. Um, so like, I I would guess an illness, yeah, because like, uh, I'm constantly freaking out about like I feel a little taller than I did yesterday. What, what's that a <laughs> symptom of? Elephantitis yeah. <laughs> of the bottoms of your feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can I ask you one? Yeah, here. Okay, pass pass it over, and we're still gonna do it from the first tier. Yeah, yeah, set one. What would constitute? A perfect day for you. Perfect is in quotation marks. Uh, Be sincere. I mean, I feel like this is a weird question because I feel like you have to answer it. Like, if you were going to answer it in a pragmatic way, you'd just go, oh, I would win the lottery. Like, there you go. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. That's it, the best day, though? Yeah. What it, about the days following that when you have millions of dollars? I mean, a perfect day. I don't. Uh, you win. The, maybe okay. Maybe you win the lottery, but it takes up just a small part of your day. You're like, oh, like while you're, you know, uh, while you're peaking Mount Everest, uh, you yeah. you like God speaks to you and is like, I know you don't have cell phone service, but just want to let you know when you get down, you won the lottery, man. That's pretty um, complete. That'd yeah. be a pretty complete day. Yeah. No, that would suck. Because then you're like, well, I was trying to do this other thing that felt significant to me in the moment. I was trying to climb Everest, and now I'm just thinking about all these financial troubles. But I'll thousands have. of people have climbed Everest. You can, you're now, oh, the dude who climbed Everest. Are you and- downplaying the significance of somebody in Mount Everest? I don't think it's that cool. <laughs> That's fair. I actually wouldn't include it in my perfect day. Okay. It's pretty surface as far as adventures go. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the big one. I've heard of that one. Yeah. It's like, climb a mountain somebody's nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Go, like, climb the inverse of a mountain. Go into the <laughs> Marianas Trench. And, <laughs> the inverse of <laughs> Like, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, Sherpas literally climb it, like, every... Every week, yeah. You know? 
Yeah. I don't know. Do they rotate? Do they, they do? They must rotate, but you don't think it's just nothing to them because they live up there. So the altitude's not a big deal. All right. Ask me the next question. Where's somebody in our relationship right now? Okay. We're getting into set two. Oh, the, the more intense question. Yeah. A little more. How many sets are there? Uh, Three sets. Oh, wow. What is your most terrible memory? I don't want to, we're not going to wow. do that one, but that's that- one of the, that is not a first, <laughs> that's not a first, second, or third date question. I would never ask my girlfriend what her worst <laughs> no. memory was. Oh, man. Are they all uh, that? How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? <laughs> I feel good about it. <laughs> I feel like it's it was very formative. I, it it feels solid. She's a good influence, and uh, you know, a rudder of my personality. Uh, my turn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, let's say instantly. <laughs> Would you change anything about the way you are now living and why? Uh, yeah, I would definitely never go to the gym again. Mm. <laughs> um, I guess it's a cliche answer, but it's a cliche for a reason. I would just do whatever I could to travel and go experience. Totally. Like climb Everest. Everest. Would you come up a- with Aaron? Uh, <laughs> I'd give Aaron the opportunity kidding. to be my Sherpa. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'd just travel and probably figure out a way for Aaron to quit her job so she could travel with me. Yeah. For, That's for a year. good, yeah. And well, you would get a life insurance I think policy. I would help her find a prospective new boyfriend. That is such a funny idea. We, <laughs> we have to write this movie. Oh my God, this is such a bad movie. This is, um, this is like the, the Fault in Our Stars. It's called, or like the it's no called Hunting for Perfect. Oh and, my God, that's and, so good. Yeah, and what it's the story and of... The, a, and the guy's last name is Hunting. <laughs> Like Goodwill Hunting. And his his uh, girlfriend's first name is Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good... That is exactly a Nicholas hunting Sparks for novel. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should write it. We should make it a bedtime oh, story. Oh, and there's just a devastating... Uh, oh, my God. There's a devastating uh, turn in the book in the um, third act... Uh, where they found a candidate and Mm -hmm. um, he still has six months to live and she leaves him (laughs) with the new guy. (laughs) She's like, well, why wait? We want to start our life together. I want to spend every moment. (laughs) (laughs) I love this premise. Yeah, We should pitch that. I wish you didn't have to write movie scripts. You could just like, Give your elevator pitch. Yeah, just this like, is really good. Give me the I, money. All right, that was a good one. Are we on tier three now? Uh, we are. Make sure you're. Oh, sorry, I'm looking okay. down. No, um, I, I understand. This uh, is why we can never be together. When? Uh, what if anything is too serious to be joked about? Oh. <laughs> hmm. I think uh, jokes about abuse are unnecessary and unfunny. I think the barometer I use, 
Mm. There are many things that I actually think are too serious to joke about. Yeah. Insofar as like they're literally not funny and are therefore purposeless jokes. Like, I think that's true of a lot of things that are too serious. It, is it, it tends to be low-hanging fruit. Absolutely. Too. It's like, like dead baby jokes or like Holocaust jokes, like that kind of thing is like shock value. That's, that's just out immediately because it's like, okay, you middle schooler, like yeah. be gone. And then other things where it's about things that you, that, you know, like people have lived experience around and like trauma around. It's like, well, that's just, it speaks to that person who's making the jokes inability to grasp seriousness. And then I'm just like, well, why would I value your humor if you have no like defined lens of what it means to be like a human being? Right. Yeah. So then it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, well, you can offer me nothing, and yeah, I don't know. The long answer. I'm glad we agree on that. Maybe we can be boyfriends. Yeah, I uh, I started to get started to feel really good about you uh, during <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me find one. <laughs> okay, complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. Fuck. I wish I had someone with who I could share. <laughs> I don't know why my mind jumped to bodily fluids. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like spit. <laughs> um... Ah, oh, shit. I'm trying to think of like a really niche thing that I like that I feel like no, like mm. I can't ever talk to anybody about. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I feel like I don't have a lot of people to share uh, uh, like poker stories with. Oh, yeah. Um, That'd be pretty cool if you could like bring someone around to the poker table. But then that would just offset your odds in such a weird way. No, I mean, I mean, literally, just, just tell them about like, it. Yeah, because yeah. right now, when I after, if I get done playing somewhere, I'll backboard all my stories off of Aaron. But mm-hmm. it's not interesting because it's not an interesting subject for her, and, right? And it's really just details. Like, there's no fun insight. Right. And then a nine came. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, when you try to tell me, I just cover my ears. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. I thought you were going to say like Magic the Gathering or or Pokemon. Uh, I'm not into Pokemon. You're not? You were never into Pokemon? Wait a minute. I liked... How um, have we never talked I about I liked this? Red and Blue, but I every instance I've tried to like play again, yeah. I haven't liked it. No, that's fair. They literally made one good game. I think Red and Blue count as one game. Yeah. They're not separate games. They made one good game... Off of which they just, they literally changed nothing for like a decade and yeah. just rehashed the same thing every time. And it was like, well, the first one was so good that I will just play six of these. And I don't think I would like the first one if I played it now, other no, than, other yeah. than for nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah. Like I, I think the, um, there's no plot. It's yeah, when you're a kid, you're like, I don't give a shit. Like, I just want to collect right. all the things, right? Um, and I think now a days, it, like collecting stuff isn't an interesting right. enough engine for. Right, that's fair. Um, but I always felt like it was the fictional world I would most want to live in, though, just because it's so carefree. 
I think especially as a kid, I was like, I mean, definitely not now. Yeah. But as a kid, I was like, well, you get your independence at 12 and you get to just fucking find animals and train them to kill other animals. Yeah. That as a kid, I was very into that idea. I think what freaks me out about it, especially now, is uh, um, how kind of cla- like I think even as a kid, it felt a little claustrophobic. The world, yeah, because oh, because yeah. Uh, there's nothing outside of uh, Pokemon battles, and there's not there's there's right. ten people that live in a town, and oh my you God. you know that because you've been in all of their houses, and then they don't <laughs> say anything new to you once you beat them at Pokemon. It's the only thing they want to talk about. Fuck. Like you you are. Oh my God. Imagine you're in Cerulean City, mm-hmm. and you come in, and um, you're wet from the rain and you don't know where you're going to sleep because where do you ever sleep? Where do you ever sleep? The Poke Center? Uh, may, no, that's where your Pokemon sleep. Fuck. Um, Maybe you sleep while you they're huddle in the corner of uh, of the Pokemart. <laughs> um, trying not to be trying to be in the furthest corner away from the refrigerated section um, for some warmth. <laughs> Just to get some shut-eye. Uh, you ball up your baseball cap and try to have a makeshift pillow. <laughs> and um, you walk out and you realize you feel as empty inside oh as the master ball that you've been holding on to. <laughs> For some unnamed legendary Pokemon. And you just want to talk to somebody. And you walk out into the tall grass. And you don't care what might be in it. You don't care who or what attacks you. And you see somebody and he's looking in your direction. And you just want to open up. You just want to say, I haven't seen my mother in three weeks. I call a professor. More often than I call my mom. I call him and I say, these, these are the animals I saw this week. And he goes, I don't care. Until it's 150. And so you run up to this guy wearing a safari hat. And you're like, I just want to talk. I, I just need somebody to talk to. And all he wants to fucking talk about is Pokemon. Fuck. All he says is, Water type don't do well on the land. <laughs> Have you ever seen three Weedle? <laughs> One, two, three. It's like, why did you catch three of them? <laughs> you fucking sociopath. Damn. All right. Thanks for ruining my childhood. Yeah, fuck Pokemon, man. <laughs> a dark world. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do one more question. Okay, hold on. Is it my I mean, turn or your uh, turn? It's your turn. Yeah, it's my turn. Okay. Um, and then we'll decide if we're in love or not. Okay. Uh, let's see. If you were to die, then- <laughs> <laughs> this is another death. I don't know if I want to do, do another it, do it, death. Do it, do it, one. do it, do it. Do no, it. no, 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 no. I think this one's more interesting. Okay. Uh, your house containing containing everything you own catches fire uh-huh. after saving your loved ones and pets and I'm really glad that they put that in there so we don't have to go into a uh, right between those which one would you save right um, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item what would it be and why oh my god 
I mean, they're expecting some kind of really sentimental. I, I'm, I'm gonna add, yeah, I'm gonna add a a, a stipulation here. Okay, uh, whatever the item is, um, you it once you've touched it, it no longer has any net worth. So oh, so that way wow. we're not gonna say that is, like, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Just yeah. like whatever the single most expensive thing was. Um, fuck. Okay, so it's irreplaceable. Let me think. Let me look around my room where we're recording this. Um, I'd probably grab one of my grandma's paintings, actually. Okay. Yeah, I don't know which one. But, yeah, all the art in my house is by my grandma. And those are the things that are, like, literally irreplaceable. Yeah. Because she's dead. Um, And she wouldn't be able to reproduce them anyways, but... Just, you know, to add a little nugget of preciousness. Would you pick one that is your favorite or one that you think was more meaningful to her? I'd pick my favorite. I I, I don't really have any means of knowing which is more or less important to her. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's what I would grab. I'd probably die in the event that I like picked one that was too big. I'm trying to fit it through the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is one of those. One. This is one of those uh, stupid uh, Mensa teasers where they're like, yeah. "False, actually, you die as yeah. soon as you enter the house." <laughs> it know. was foolish to rush back in. <laughs> yeah, honestly, my answer would be I would not go back in the burning house <laughs> for any reason. I've thought about this. I've thought about like, all right, if there's a fire. I'll leave everything. <laughs> like, yeah. Unless there's something right next to me that I'm like, I'm not going to like spend tons of Cause it's like, apart from sentimental items and things that are irreplaceable, it's like, well, insurance would pay for right. the value, the monetary value of things. Aaron and I talked about that. We've talked about this before, mm. uh, because we've actually talked about the pet end of it. Right. Which one would you f- save first? No, because we think it'd be easy to save party. Right. Um, party, by the way, is, uh, our, uh, tortoise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, um, he's our, that'd be easy. He's our, he's our, uh, support tortoise. <laughs> um, he's a cat. Yeah. Uh, but we have a feral cat. And so we've talked what? about. Yeah, little is feral. Really? Yeah. So she just bites you while you sleep every night. No, she um <laughs> she just we've had her for I think four years now mm-hmm. and she hasn't become accustomed to our living in the same house as her. Really? Yeah, she's really Whoa. she's super scared of us. I've seen that cat four times. Yeah, and I've exactly. Been over she there she hides a hundred times. Yeah. Um, but like because we've talked, she escaped the house once uh-huh. and got into the backyard uh, at three in the morning, and I spent like well over an hour trying to oh get her God. back into. How the, did she do it? Um, did I will scare her back in there. I tried doing that, and uh, dude, it was insane. I tried scaring her back in, um, but she just kept running to a, the opposite oh corner of the yard, <laughs> and so I ended up building uh, with cardboard a little pathway. That forced her towards the door. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, and that didn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we were able to get her in with um, tuna. Oh, uh, yeah. That is a fucking wild situation to consider from her perspective. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just like imagine the existential situation that a cat who's lived its life indoors would be in. 
it escapes these creatures it's already afraid of. Yeah. Into this world that it has never known before, the backyard. Yeah. And then those creatures that she's already scared of start try hunting to her. Scare her. Yeah. Back into the world that she's like, that's already a nightmare, a living nightmare that is my everyday. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, what about this delicious fish? And that was enough. Think how important tuna must be to a cat. Uh, it's one of the few things that you uh, will get her out of the room. Wow. If you open the can of tuna in the kitchen, she'll come up. And Holy shit. She's, you can see she's fighting all of her instincts uh, for that sweet, sweet oh tuna. Oh my God. Yeah. What a little slut. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cat that loves tuna so much. Yeah, she's she's crazy about it. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Are we in love? I'm not feeling it. Oh. Well, I mean, we all didn't ask each other all 36. That's true. But you don't even feel a little spark? I feel uh, closer. I'd give oh, you a okay. call back. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool. Oh, thank um, you. That's a good way to end a date, right? Saying yeah. thank you. I would buy... I would buy... Two... No. I would buy one large set. Like one of those big 108 Crayola marker sets. Uh-huh. For us. Uh-huh. And two... Adult coloring books. Oh. And I would lay somewhere next to you <laughs> and 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 color at the same time as you. And whole I I don't know. I don't know if I'd want us to color the same picture or not. But maybe. Okay. Uh, and then but I would look over every once in a while and I would go, I like the colors you picked. Wow. That's romantic. That's date two. Yeah. And I'd be like, stop asking me questions. I'm trying to color. I don't want to answer all 36. Speaking of those colors. I already told you how I want to dye coloring. Have you ever had a sexual attraction to anyone blood related to you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, that's uh, That's not one of the questions. No. It should be, though. That's a good one. That's a good litmus test for crazy. (laughs) That would be such a funny question to ask somebody sincerely. What a horrifying... Anyways, is that the end of this game? I think we know enough about each other. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah. So our next segment, our next and final segment, is something that I want to start calling the quest for the grail. And it's been a long time since we did this. We actually only did it one time... Uh, in our stupid Pandora covers edition. And we figured, why look for other covers? We are going to find the best covers of one, Aerosmith's Don't Want to Miss a Thing, and two, Korn's Freak on a Leash. Corey, why did we pick these songs? I don't remember. Other than that, <laughs> I think like they're solid candidates for... Well, okay, like... I don't want to miss a thing is a perfect. Um, I like hearing somebody try to cover uh, uh, an emotional song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and especially one from a uh, 
a blockbuster. Like such a strange, yeah. Like Armageddon's not a great movie. No, but Aero, that is a good Aero, song. Aerosmith, and I know we can argue about this, isn't like a great band. No. Um, Their biggest claims to fame, and this is really funny, are a rap group doing one of their songs, Run DMC. Yep. And a song written for a movie about an asteroid. Yeah, and uh, uh, Dream On. Oh, yeah, which I on. would argue, which I always think is Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, because he's doing his best Led Zeppelin impression. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's a good singer, though. He is quite he is. good. He has uh, a big mouth. <laughs> he does look like a bass. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. But also, there's like a part in that song that is uh. Uh. Really exciting to see if people try to tackle yeah, it or not. The scream, the scream, yeah. The fucking which he took lessons. Really, yeah. He from, has from a, Melissa Cross. Whoa, who who like has worked queen. with like modern screamer yeah, like dude. She, yeah. He he has such a good scream, and nobody ever does that fucking scream in the cover. Nope. And that's one of the things we're looking for. That's one of the criteria for grading these covers. Yep. And that's a good segue into Freak on a Leash because that's the only reason we picked Freak on a Leash is because of the <laughs> because uh, we have Corey, to hear Corey the does the best impression of it. The uh, <laughs> no, the bridge right? wherein the singer goes. <laughs> no, no, ew. <laughs> it's not like that. Corey's doing his warm up for it. Uh no, it's the the beatbox, the unintelligible. How uh, does it go though? <sighs> I, uh, <laughs> you did it like you're pretty bit. good at it. Mm, papa dee, papa dee, da. Mm, papa dee, da, pa dee, da. Mm, papa dee, da, pa dee, da. Nobody ever does it. Nobody ever does the, no. the, uh. And, oh, and my favorite part, the go. Oh, the, yeah. Go. yeah. Um, so. Mm, boy. Mm, papa dee, da, pa dee, da. Boy, papa dee, da. Okay, so we picked two versions of this song. And last time, I wasn't satisfied with other, either of the covers. And I actually don't remember who did either of them. And they don't deserve to be remembered because they didn't meet, uh, they didn't hit the bar. So this time, we have two new candidates. First, let's listen to Aerosmith. Yeah. So this is Holly Ayers. That's A-I-R-E-S. And this is her rendition of Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Ready? Yeah, let's listen to it. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Watch you smile while you are sleeping, while you're far away and dreaming. I could spend my life in this sweet surrender. I'm fucking crying. This is beautiful. Oh, I could stay lost in this cover forever. I'd like to um, remind everyone that this is a love song that Steven Tyler wrote about his daughter. No, it isn't. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, it appears during the Liv Tyler scene. Oh, I forgot Liv Tyler is in Armageddon. Yeah. 
What about what? That's some crazy nepotism. How does that even work? He wrote it from the perspective of Ben Affleck. He said, "What if I was Ben Affleck?" Oh, ew! Oh my God! <laughs> How have we never talked about That's this? That's why there's that gut gut wrenching scream. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scream of his his incestuous it's, heart. Yeah, it's the Oedipus realization. It's it's like <laughs> I have never thought about that wrinkle. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Did he know Liv Tyler was going to get cast in that role when he wrote it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if she'd already it's been sickening. cast. All right, let's listen to the cover. She's killing it. She has a beautiful vibrato. Yeah. But she's doing it so light. You know, it's not... This is like a lullaby. I'm hoping she's reserving. Yeah, she's she's winding up for that scream. Actually, Just, I can I can cheat and I can tell by the waveform. Oh, you can see it. It gets... Oh, it gets much louder. Yep. All right, here's chorus two. Let's listen, let's listen. She is really good. Yeah. She's making cool little vocal decisions. A thing. Yeah. Well, he he says thing. He says that. So she's being true to the cover, which Mm -hmm. implies that she might do the scream. This is, yeah, this is canonically, it's correct. Ooh, that they big drop back. Out. Yeah. That's like being adrift in the vacuum of space. Oh, oh here we go. Oh. I don't want to miss one smile. No, I don't want to miss one kiss. It got weird and kind of bluesy. Yeah, I'm not, not loving this. This feeling's weird. It's the guitarist's fault, though. Yeah. She's doing fine. I just want to like the honky tonk in space. All right, here we go. Expedition oh has come God. to an end. I oh don't need to God. hear anything yeah, more. No, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to hear a second longer of it. Yep. I don't wow. want to hear a thing. That wind up, I was like, surely she's going to break into a, yeah. a huge vocal distortion. Can you imagine having that much talent and control over your voice and putting out you know, nearly three minutes of just like truly mind blowing material. Beautiful. And then going back and erasing and undoing all of it by fucking up that that part. <laughs> I know. I wonder if she ever, you know, lived that down. Fuck. I've never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the issue was uh, she did this beautiful run, which which doesn't. I don't know. I, I think I think there's like a false equivalence that she thought was going to happen. It felt like a distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she thought like, okay, 
it would be silly to do the scream. This is me as Holly. I'm like, I'm like, I've been rehearsing. I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to sing the greatest song ever written. And I'm going to try to be true to the original, but I also want to put my own flair on it. And I'm like, okay, I want to sing it pretty light because I'm Holly and I have this beautiful, light, and airy voice and I have so much uh, control over my pitch and my vibrato and I can do these cool runs. Oh, I know. Instead of doing that scream, which let's face it, it's kind of cheesy. This is me as Holly. I don't think it's cheesy. It's right, right. the coolest musical moment in human history. Uh, but now we know something about Holly. Is She thinks she's better than that moment in yeah. the song. Yeah, she... she uh she cut out Rosebud from Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, like, they don't need to know what Rosebud was. Yeah. Um, yeah, she she made an executive uh, and foolish mm-hmm. um, and frankly uh, offensive. And um, if I keep talking about it, I'm going to get angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's just move on. It's like she cut the asteroid out of Armageddon. Now it's just a movie about Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck. About Steve Buscemi. Straddling nothing uh, in space while he rockets towards the earth. I would watch that movie about a, a massive Steve Buscemi that's on, on a crash course, crash course with the earth. And a team of oil drillers has to go into space. And but no, but they realize, they realize that because it's just a Steve Buscemi, uh, that his collision with the Earth would not be catastrophic in any means. Oh. He'd likely fall into the ocean and die, but he means that much to the world right. that uh, they have to send a team of people up there to rescue him. I want to watch a movie starring only Steve Buscemi's. This is a tangent, but every like role, a, no, like, a, watch, like, like a, a movie I'm nutty familiar professor? with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not like that actually. Kind of like that. I want to watch a movie I've already seen replaced with nothing but Steve Buscemi as every character. Oh, 12 Angry Men. <laughs> Steve Buscemi is the defendant. <laughs> and the prosecutor. And all 12 all jurors. All 12 jurors. Oh my God. Oh my God, that is so funny to visualize Steve Buscemi, 12 Steve Buscemi's, like the one that's like the final guy who's like, he's guilty. And they're all trying to convince this one Steve. <laughs> and they're just all named Steve's. <laughs> 12 angry Steve's. Fuck. That's beautiful. Uh, okay. Ollie, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, if I was uh, Steven Tyler and this was American Idol, uh, you'd get the uh, golden thumbs down or whatever <laughs> they fucking do. I don't know. <laughs> uh, she, she's a beautiful singer. She has a great voice. I'm sure. I'm sure she's doing great things. I'm sure she can go to a trade school. And oh, don't count her out. <laughs> she could try this cover again someday. Maybe she'll hear this and she's, she'll try to. Do the she cover has again. no ambition. Fuck. I promise you, and I, I hope I'm right, that we're going to hear, we're about to undergo a redemption story mm-hmm. um, by uh, in this next cover. Because I feel mm. strongly that uh, there is ambition uh, in this next Freak on a Leash cover. We haven't, we haven't listened to it, but I, I just, I feel like. I've got my fingers crossed, and I, I, I've got a, I've got a good sense that they're gonna, they're gonna nail the, the, uh, the part. Beat up to beat up. 
Yeah. All right. Let's see. This next Freak on a Leash cover is by Holly Ailes. <laughs> <laughs> I would do anything to. That is her redemption arc. Yeah. She comes back and she does the perfect Freak on a Look, Leash cover. Holly, we loved you, but uh, it's something missing. Uh, come back when you can do a Freak on a Leash cover. <laughs> She's like, what is that? It's a song by Korn, lowercase o. John Davis is going to be your bread and butter for the next two weeks. You're going to study every note, every mm, every ba, every, every badida, okay? Oh, God. Okay. This next cover is by Sarah Jane featuring Neil Johnson. Freak on a leash. Let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> It's like the coffee shop version yeah. of Freak on a Leash. She's trying to like evanescentify it, yeah. which I don't mind. That's a good direction. That's sort of the only direction you can take this I think song. the verb is just to evanesce. Yeah. <laughs> She's evanescent. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girl, you evanesced it. <laughs> oh, some harmonies. I think the guy is detracting from it. I do too, but um, every every mistake gets a hard pass as long as uh, oh yeah as long as they do the um dub to beat up yeah she's doing great yeah oh yeah yeah I don't like his duet stuff but He's got to let Sarah do her thing. Yeah. All right, here we go.
they gave him a solo. Oh, God. Oh, this is going to be, I can guarantee, one of those ongoing solos that doesn't You think have... it's not going to end in, like, one more bar? No. I want to send one, two, three... Oh. Oh, is this what they're doing to replace the Umdop to Beatops? I hope not. I'm going to be furious if that was their move. Oh, here it is. Oh, no. Is that it? They didn't do it? Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Let's scan ahead. Oh, I don't even want to hear the rest. Sickening. Sickening. Okay, so... Fuck. I can see you're upset. And I'm mad too. What are you... What do they think they're doing? Do they... Do they... Do they work... Uh, do they work in an ice cream sandwich shop? And someone comes in and says, I'd like a traditional ice cream sandwich. And they go, sure thing. Give me the money. And you pay them. And then they go... You don't want all this ice cream, do you? And then they just <laughs> hand you the fucking cookies. No, yeah, that's exactly what they just did. Well, and they they put their own unique spin on the cookies, yeah. which we weren't asking for, yeah. and would have been forgiven if not for uh, the omission of the uh, ice cream. Yeah, um, they didn't even try. Either. Did they think Jonathan Davis wrote uh, those lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> for, for for them to be for them to be canned do do did they was i'm sorry was that the director's cut of freak on a leash that i i yeah. was privy to Something as a 13 like year old no that was that was the theatrical and di- I, I i can see your upset you know what i'm getting at yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean yeah um it didn't need their spin on it Nope. And it didn't and, either cowardice, more importantly. That's right. what it is. It's exactly. cowardly. Um You gotta fully commit. You don't um you don't like you don't like take the leap and then like wish yourself back onto the cliff. That's a metaphor I just made up. They took the leap into the uh the cliff dive that is freak on a leash, and then they um they chickened out at the last minute and they and they tensed up and they and they broke their tailbone. And I think what I think I think what disappoints me um in the search is that uh in both of these covers uh we're we're looking at teams of two which mm-hmm. means that they're the gu- uh, guitarist vocalist duo yeah there were two opportunities for somebody yeah, to say for somebody to step up and be like I Wait think a we're minute. making a huge mistake yeah, here yeah um you know what's disappointing to me is this is the second time we've done this and it's beginning to become the expectation. You know, it's not the exception to the rule that people uh, omit the uh, most the most integral part of either song. It's 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 the most common practice yeah. in, in both cases. Oh, you're doing a freak on a leash cover? My cousin did that. You're gonna uh, you're gonna take out the mbop, right? Yeah, no. See, that's that's what people just. It seems it seems ridiculous. It's like, why do that song if not for the glory of of achieving the umdap to beatup? And you know, we we've we've expressed uh, our mutual disappointment in uh, these four. Uh, I 
am hesitant to say musicians at this point. No. But these yeah. four, uh, I, I think you said it best with Criminals. Cow- cowards. Criminals. <laughs> Deviants. They're grave robbers. Um, they're, they're, um, they're no better than, uh, than, than, than the people who vandalize ancient Roman statues. Right. And, and, and did it, um, and did it with this expectation that this is what the audience wanted. And, and, mm-hmm. and here's what I'm, I'm looping to here is that, uh, I'm disappointed in the audience because we mm-hmm. didn't, we didn't say this mm-hmm. at the, at the, mm-hmm. at the top, but, uh, these were, we took today, we took the top results yeah. for, uh, Freak on a Leash cover and I don't want to miss the thing yeah. cover. Uh, so this is what people want. This is the people's choice. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not surprised. Just just the state of the world and uh, the level of respect that people have for artistry is at an all-time low. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really sad. It saddens me. You want your pulp? You want your infinity war? Yeah, exactly. Your... Jumanji 2. Ugh. You want fucking Lion you don't King think. remakes. No. You don't want to you don't want to sit there and wrap your head around uh uh what Steven Tyler meant uh when he mm-hmm. screamed that line. Uh, well, why, song, why think that far? Freak why on the Leash doesn't even make sense without that bridge. No, it doesn't. What's it even the, about? The, con- not- contextually the the lyrics prior to that part mean nothing. No, yeah. What took a part of you? Something, a creature well, that that emerges and goes. <laughs> Jonathan Davis said something took a part of me. Yeah, and uh, the, the subtext yeah, clearly. was was I'm going to tell you what that thing is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a freak on a <laughs> Sarah Jane and her fucking friend. I don't remember his name. They took a part of Jonathan Davis. They did, and, and they he's didn't never give it back. Go back. And not, we're not going to get it back either. No. Nope. All right, that's the end of the episode. I'm sorry to bum everybody out. Uh, uh, I was really looking forward to this episode. Yeah. Uh, I know that the hunt for something um, this elusive and this magnificent. I'm hoping magnificent. When I say magnificent, I'm I'm assuming that it's somewhere out there somewhere, to be found. Somewhere. Somebody's somebody um, did it. I I knew it was going to uh, have its ups and downs, but this was a pretty uh, devastating. This was a low point on the expedition. Yeah, yeah. This is the uh, the hero's journey, and we're right now in the in the second act of it, and we're at, we're at our lowest point. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Whatever. 